Happy New Year, everybody. 2019. Can you believe that? It's been one heck of a year. 2018, specifically. And, uh, yeah. Here, on the first day of the new year, I find myself just at home. Not really doing much besides prepping the, the podcast. Speaking of which, today's guest is Mercy Vega. She's a visual artist, painter. Um, she throws art shows. She spearheads most of the art shows that I've actually experienced and know about. Um, if you pay attention to my content, you would have seen her work, including a couple of other artists in the background of oh, the Ojalá set during the Tucson Hip Hop Festival. Um, she's really talented. I really like her work. Um, we have an announcement in the podcast itself. I'll get into it at the end of the podcast itself as well. But um, yeah, guys, Happy New Year. Thanks for sticking around. I hope you're excited for the new year and ready to tackle it. I'm excited, specifically for uh, January 19th. Stay tuned for that. Mm. We'll get into detail, details in the, at the end. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be gonna be good i'm gonna play you guys out with a groove by djq
Hi, Mercy. How you doing? I'm doing good. It's fantastic. Let's begin simply by asking you, what's your first memory? Actually, it was, uh, I don't even know how old I was, mm -hmm. but it was when I was living in Ogales still, so I had to be under three. Mm -hmm. um, I was, I stayed up late one time with my dad, and I guess like he fell asleep and the TV stayed on, mm -hmm. and when I woke up, um, it was like three in the morning, and this like Mexican TV show about like um, these all the like scary creatures that they have in Mexico was on, and they had a special about like La Mano Peluda, and I just remember watching that what awake. Is, what is that? Um, it's like kind of like that hand in the Adams family. I'm not too familiar with that hand, but it, you know how it's just like the hand and it crawls. Mm. So it, in the TV show, they were explaining it like. La mano pelula is this this hairy hand that like crawls, and I was always growing up like no one no one ever knew that I stayed up watching that. Like I, I woke up to that show playing right, right, right. in the middle of the night, and like my dad was asleep, so like he didn't know I was watching, watching this. It. Yeah, it but like growing up, um, I was always scared that like there was I I wouldn't think of monsters under my bed. I would think of think about the hand, the hand, yeah, the hairy hand, yeah. It's so, you know, yeah, <laughs> like I wasn't scared of Chucky or anything. It was just like, like La Mano Peluda. It's just like Mexican TV shows like that, like they exaggerate everything. So they make every like Ain't that the, true. they make it like super creepy, especially right. for, you know, for a three year old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's so like, hand. did you see Chucky? You're like, that's nothing. Yeah. Have like you seen the like, hairy hand. What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure. You know, it's funny lately. This, the scary movies have been popping up in conversations like those comedy ones. What's scary? The, the, the scary oh, movies. Oh, the scary yeah, movies. Yeah, oh, like bad, 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 bad. All those comedy ones. There's a scene I, I, I don't remember too well because I don't like them, even though they're supposed to be like comedy. Yeah. I watched them when I was too young, so they're a little bit scary to me. Oh, okay. Because I'm pretty sure there's a scene where a girl is taking a shower and there's a hand that comes out of the shower head and starts like scrubbing her hair. That sounds familiar. And I was all like, oh my God, like flashbacks to La Mano Peluda. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, Triggered. I don't fuck with these movies, Triggered. even if they're comedy. I don't watch them now, even. Wow. So, you yeah. know, I, I didn't enjoy the first one. I think it was the second one and the third one that I really liked. But after that, I was like, whatever. Like, I, didn't, I couldn't stay on them. And the first one, I felt like it was too stupid. <laughs> like, I just couldn't watch it. I mean, I'm sure if I didn't have any knowledge of them, like from before and i watch right. them now i think they were funny but right. watching them as a kid that that dude with ready. the weird hands like that yeah. that was actually scary not right. not weird yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting flashbacks yeah. you're like oh no how old were you when you watched the gary movie what the fuck i don't know sometime in elementary school when did they uh, they came out a while they ago they came out a while ago i mean how old was i i was maybe in middle school maybe yeah so that makes sense because you're older yes but still i don't even remember when they came out that's cool yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you ever have feelings of like trying to draw the hand for some reason? No, but I should. Uh, I, I wanted to do. You, sh you should so do it. I wanted to do it in October. I wanted to do different like mythical creatures. So I wanted to do like oh. La Llorona and like stuff like that. So eventually I think I would have next year. This October didn't go as planned. I started Inktober and then Inktober kicked my butt. Be like that. It'd be like that. I don't understand personally. I don't understand the the pressure that first of all when did inktober start it started this one guy i don't know his oh, name you know the history yeah, yeah, give yeah. Me, so give this me. one artist guy who is an illustrator he uh -huh. he started it as a challenge and like opened it up to people hmm. but he has like a 
um, a YouTube channel. So like a lot of people picked uh, it up and like a lot of YouTube artists picked it up. Uh, and so like because of that, it like, it puts a lot of pressure on YouTubers too. Like right. I, when, before I tried it, I would always be like, um, oh, this, this YouTube artist started her Inktober and then she didn't finish it, yikes, you know? <laughs> but actually trying it, especially from someone who, I mean, I used to play around with ink a lot because I, when I first started, getting serious about art, I would mm -hmm. jump around for mediums. Yeah. Um, but now I consider myself like, I I do my work best in paint. So yeah. just just challenging myself to work in ink was like, I would finish something and I'd be like, yeah, that's really cool, but it would have been so much cooler if I, you painted if it. I got the satisfaction of like finishing it in, as a painting. As a painting. Uh, and so I think that's what got to me. I got like into week three and then I was just like, I like the content, I hate, I that, hate that the medium. process. Oh, yeah. that's so interesting. I mean, it, it's just, it, it feels different when you, well, to me, mm -hmm. um, when you work in ink, it doesn't have the same, like, satisfaction or, like, release of of your emotions as as when I do something in, with, with paint? painting. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, <coughs> why do you think that? Why, why, why do you well, have any way of conceptualizing I mean, that? What's the difference between, like, expressing yourself with a pen versus I'm guessing a brush right when I used to when because when I first started I, I was more ink uh, and watercolor yeah it just doesn't give the same effect like it doesn't have the same pigment or like thickness okay and so it just and it layers differently mm. so I don't really like it like I used to work in watercolor and as soon as I found gouache I was like this is like a pigmented watercolor I, I need to switch over because uh. I like my work to be bright and right. colorful yeah. so if i if yeah, i do yeah, yeah. watercolor it just gives it like a soft feel yeah if i just do ink it gives it like very minimalistic it, it, sometimes it's too clean too you know right and if you do washes then it just becomes not pigmented right and i just want something that's bold you know and i don't know vibrant yeah vibrant yeah okay and that, so it doesn't it doesn't appeal to you on an emotional level and it, yeah, it's like I can, there's there's some sketches that I can be like, yeah, that was a cool concept, but. But it wasn't. Yeah, and then I also stuck to like a black and bla only black ink, so that I. Why that decision? Because it's spooky, you know? Like spooky. I didn't want to. Oh, Inktober. Right, I want, right. Yeah, yeah. I want, <laughs> my work is usually super colorful, so I want this to have like a total different feel, like just right. have black and white. Of course. But then I realized why, why I, I stopped and i was like why am i doing this like i'm not happy doing this yeah. i want to go back to painting yeah. and yeah so i got to week three and then i dropped it completely because i wasn't getting the satisfaction out, out of it like how i would with the painting yeah. and so i was like i'm just i'm gonna drop that and then i'm just gonna do paintings but i think i just was so mad at myself that i dropped inktober even though i knew that was the right decision that, yeah, I, no, this that I stopped painting for like a month Oh damn! Yeah, and you took that shit personally. Yeah, <laughs> holy fuck! Yeah, it was weird. That's like the longest that I've gone in really? a while. Yeah. Oh shit! Uh, I've gone like, I've gone months without writing, like actual writing. Uh, what's the I last time I, I wrote a poem? Mm. I don't even remember when the last time I wrote a poem. It should be in that journal, but I have no idea. I don't know when the last one was. I don't even know the which one it was. Like, Ride me, Greg. <laughs> No, really, I haven't even touched it too. Like, like I haven't even. Yeah, that's journal the, the funny thing about nothing. being like, being in a funk is like you don't even want to look at your stuff because you feel guilty. 
Like when you have yeah. a gym membership and you drive by the gym and you don't want to look at the gym because you feel guilty. It's the same. It's, it's the same, same emotion. Ah. Yeah. Uh, maybe 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 you should approach Inktober differently. Maybe. But well, I think next time, since I know myself now. Yeah. And I know that I'd rather have paintings. I think I'm gonna stick to like do a certain amount of paintings every week. Yeah. That are spooky themed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of following this one guy. Yeah. And he's changed it up a lot because before it used to be just ink and it was like follow his prompt and now it's like, oh, you can follow this prompt or you could follow your own prompt or any prompt that you find on, I mean, eventually. on Pinterest. Yeah. And then he opened it up this year that you could do like digital work too yeah. and pencil work. Like, I'm like, what's the point of it being called in Inktober if you're... That's it. At that point, I it doesn't know. really matter anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's always nice to see what other the origin make is. Now. Is all that it matters now? Like it started as Inktober, but now it's it's everybody's it's everybody's domain. What's funny is that I w going into it, I wasn't even. I was like, I draw every day. I'm not gonna struggle at all. <laughs> and it like I, the ideas are there. Right. I just didn't want to work with that medium. That's so funny. It's like. So like you had the it's ideas. The, it's the limit. The, the limiting the factor of like having to work with that i think was that what it was yeah because yeah. i feel like if i would have if i would have been like okay i'm gonna sketch and paint and mm. and like jump back and forth between different things mm -hmm. i would have been fine mm. do you think it was the catharsis that you that like that you didn't get that you usually get from painting that was missing with just doing ink yeah yeah also a lot of things were changing around oh like uh, yeah in uh, so a lot of people don't talk about that like Mm. how your how you like your life your your job your family situations affect how you how work you output yeah yeah no entirely has a that has a lot of influence <coughs> that has a lot yeah, of influence so, on I mean, person <laughs> from from my art instagram you can see like it going from my september show like mm. I, from before my september show i was like putting out work like boom 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 yeah and then my post for my september show uh. and then a couple of inktober posts that i think i'm gonna delete and then like nothing because I was just like, mm. I can't post anything. Everything is bad. <clears throat> but I'm over it now. I'm uh, just waiting for January to start because... Yeah, January's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to restart posting some new stuff. I get that impulse because, like, I was looking over my stuff and I was seeing everybody top po post their, like, top nines. And oh, yeah. I, and I was just, like, looking at mine. I was like, I haven't even posted nine pictures this year. <gasps> I could never. <laughs> <laughs> I could never. And I'm like... And I, like, I, I, I even did a story about it, like, reporting on it. But it's like... And I know I've taken way more photos than just sure. nine. And I'm just like, why didn't I just post it, like it's photos? Like, yeah. What did I it's do to myself? Like, I have way more po paintings and drawings than what I post, for sure. Yeah, like, right. My sketchbook is full with some pretty cool stuff, but I don't know if I would post them. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I, I get, like, I have <laughs> enough photos that enough of them should have been on Instagram. It's just, I think I got lazy with it, personally, anyways. Or I got into my head about it. Yeah, I mean, one of the two. It's also like what you choose to share. That's like, true. I could paint something for myself, or I could paint something specifically like, oh, I want to post this. You know, this right. is a, it's a weird. It's depending it's on that how weird you look. dilemma. Yeah, I I started my my art Instagram just like just because I w I would post on my regular account. Yeah. And I would get a lot of good feedback. Mm. And so, and like people that would sit next to me in high school that would see me like doodle on the side of pages would be like, hey, you're pretty good at that. Yeah. I didn't believe it then, but. Yeah, it's hard to believe good compliments. <clears throat> I 
or confidence. I never thought that I would you know have over a thousand followers on my second it's pretty intense just dude. for art yeah and I, your style is really unique thank you for the longest time i i didn't think i had a a style that was distinguishable for real yeah i would i would like freak out and like ask my friends do you think that like if you see this painting but you also see this painting you could recognize them both as mine i can't reference anything else that you've probably used to inspire you like i have no idea where you got your style from <laughs> i can't see where it's bred from I, you probably do, but I can probably like as a layman, tell you. Um, nah, what like are, what I'm. Are, what's your inspiration then? Lately, I I've been drawing like little creatures because yeah, I I realized that I I like a lot of animations and characters that are <laughs> interesting, like the Muppets. Um, yeah. all the characters in like um how you know how in Adventure Time Finn would wear like that little cover. It's like he didn't right. need to re wear that cover. Just a hoodie. It was just thing. um. A design yeah um what was the word that i'm looking for i don't know uh character design it was just like a, a decision that they were like i'm gonna throw this on there or like how spongebob on. is a sponge right who allowed that you literally have a sponge with a face and an interesting voice and it's a it's a hit it's a hit <laughs> so still lately, going right like spongebob's still alive yeah right spongebob yeah it's still going right it's sad that you said still alive because his voice actor passed away, didn't he? Or like the no, creator? No, the, the creator, creator died. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that. <laughs> no, I think they stopped it. Uh, did they stop it? I, I'm pretty sure. I don't. Ha I haven't had cable in a long time. Bet. But. I'll be surprised if they stopped it. I mean, it. I watch. I watch SpongeBob when I'm really desperate. I go on YouTube and I watch it. Watch SpongeBob and it, like they they change the pitch of their voices so that they don't get deleted deleted off of yeah that's funny it's kind, of, it's kind of annoying but it's like but I it's get my like fix, the know? loophole <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, sometimes if i'm having a bad day i'll i'll, I'll go to cartoons Bet. like if i if i Bet. if i really if i if i could choose any job i'd probably work in like in an animation studio like oh, that's awesome. i was telling emilio the other day i was like i could if i had a lot of money i would pay a lot of money just to hang out with the creators of bojack horseman just to see how it is. Like, That's funny. Look at the voice actors do their thing. Look yeah. at like the character design people do their thing. Do you like BoJack Horseman? That's my one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, funny. The funny thing is, I never really liked it, and then I don't know wow. what ha I don't know what happened. I, I know go. it's stupid. No, no, I, I don't know what happened, but I was like bored, and I was like, enough people in my actual like life were like have seen BoJack Horseman, and I'm like referencing it. And no, stuff. and I I'm the friend that I that is always like, you should watch it. You should watch it. You should. I eventually did, and now I'm like, okay. Did you watch all five seasons? I haven't finished, but. What do you think of him? I don't like him. Why? He's he runs away all the time. I mean, don't we all like? I relate to yes. some of his things, and like also hate him for a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's interesting to see how. Lately, I've been thinking like, how are they even gonna change the show? Cause I think. In the end, they should finish it with how he finds happiness, right? But mm. what does that mean for no, him? No, that doesn't. I don't. I don't think they can do that because, from at least my perspective, we're critiquing Project Horseman now. Um, my my perspective, I feel like it's the perennial problem that you can't really find happiness. Like that's just not. So how are they gonna end it? Isn't it exciting? That's <laughs> called life, homie. I don't know. I'm just. I don't think you I'm, can end I'm, life. I'm really. I mean. If they kill off Bojack, but I mean, yeah, but that's that's how that's does that solve anything? Except to Bojack, it doesn't. It doesn't solve anything. But yeah, or how Bojack is just a horse. Right. Like I want, I used to only want to draw like girls and like faces and stuff, mm -hmm. and lately I've been, um, just trying to figure out like, 
if I want to draw um, a troll or a flower with the face, I'll, I'll go for it, you know? Interesting. Like, whatever whatever comes out, yeah. I'm not going to limit myself to something pretty. So y y your inspiration came, or your your style, you feel, came from, like, your love for cartoons and stuff yeah. like that, animation. Yeah. yeah. Bad. Bad. And illustration. Illustration. Because when I was little, I wanted... I would always say that I was going to grow up to be an author and illustrator for children's books. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, wow. Because um, I, was, I was born in Nogales. That's, that's, that's so, so funny. Back, keep going. So, so when I came here and I learned English, I was super proud of myself. Like, I got uh, out of the English learning development classes pretty mm. early on, even though mm. I only spoke Spanish before going to into Bravo. class. So I was always really proud of that. And so I would read a lot to like help me with that yeah to help me like i don't know to get into to english better yeah. yeah yeah and so i ha always had like my favorite illustrators good and authors. for you the colors on like certain certain books like yeah how i don't know did you ever read the froggy books with, all two, the with the two frog guys with the toad no, the no, no 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 it's like this character froggy all the all the Maybe colors not. in that book were really like vibrant, vibrant and yeah. things that i see in my color palette now oh but it's something that like that's if so i saw niche. if i saw a good illustrator i was like yeah i need to read this book oh bad bad that's so cool what, what, what cool places to get your your style from because like if i if if you weren't here the way i would have like labeled or uh, like described your style was like fairy tale like um almost like i guess storybook like there's a type of like otherworldly kind of magic in wherever these people yeah. are coming from someone so, yeah Emilio told me yesterday i was sketching something mm -hmm. and he's like this looks like something that belongs in one of your other paintings like he could just fit in to yeah. another painting and i'm like that's cool yeah i've never i've never heard that before but no that's, yeah that's like, like it seems like they're all coming from the same place <laughs> like my fantasy land yeah yeah your own little fantasy world and everything do you Hopefully have i can make a book with all these creatures eventually i was leading into that actually do you have like consistent like do you have characters that no and i used to stress out about that too you know how like i i said i'd stress out about not having a distinguishable style right i would stress out about like oh well, um i was really into tumblr and stuff so like yeah, all these yeah. tumblr artists are like how they they're ocs like oh the original this my, characters, yeah right. this is my original character his name is greg he does this and this and, and like they have like specific habits and stuff like yeah. all planned out for this character and i'm like oh i don't have that mm. so i think maybe like once i i don't know i mean you don't have to do it it was just a question of that on my end because yeah. i mean you seem to be building maybe not even intentionally you seem to be a window to this weird elfish like fantasy world because like that's what it feels like and i didn't me. even plan for it to go that way that's yeah it just kind of like twinkled its way there it's twinkled its way there. yeah because like when i first fucking portal homie like that <laughs> <laughs> you just like a window that he should come through and like here you go yeah. i mean at first like um i came up with my at name the fantasy chick when i was like in middle school and the way that I did that, I, I went on, like, a, a site that, like, would spit out, like... Random names random, for you? Yeah. And oh, it gave shit. me a really weird word. And I was like, what does this word mean? I, d I can't even tell you the word. Bad. But I went, I went to go research what the word meant, and yeah. it meant fantasy. And I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just call myself the fantasy chick. What's the word? 
I don't know. No. It was long. You're killing me. I was like, me. no one's going to be able to pronounce this. Uh, no. Or know what it is. You're killing me. <laughs> I want the word. I was, uh, I was in middle school, so I was like, oh, I it means it fantasy. so cool. Yeah, so I, I made my Tumblr like the fantasy chick. So it's like whatever. a synonym of fantasy. Yeah. I'm going to fucking find this word. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try to find it for you. I'm going to fucking find this word. Um, but yeah, and then I kept that for a long time. And uh. then when I graduated and stuff, or when I was making my art um, account, I was like, do I wanna do I wanna change my at right now and just mm. switch it to my name, or do I want to use this to my advantage and use it as my like my art title? Nice. And so I decided to keep it. Nice. Yeah. I like I, I I messaged my friends and I was like, what do you think? Should I keep it? Should I not? And then they were like, well, everyone already knows you. You know how like how Tucson is like you run into someone and they're like, oh, it's fantasy chick mm -hmm. i'm like oh well people already recognize that it'd be it'd be even cooler if people recognize that as my art too yeah yeah i mean i know I, like i know for sure if i see a piece of your work i'm like oh that's mercy's like so like that's that's right off the bat kind of like not even Thanks. a problem that's awesome i mean you just got that style homie so then we we sort of like we we jumped right into it in all honesty but i like I, my question is when did it start well, when I was little, yeah. When you were little. Because when I, when I would say that I wanted to be an author and illustrator. You already knew. Yeah. Like, I yeah. remember um, since my, my old two older siblings came and they had already had school in New Mexico, mm. my older sister sometimes would, um, like, have difficulty reading or whatever. Mm. Not, not too bad, but, like, we would stay up and read, like, Amelia Bedelia. And that led on to, like, me. I remember thinking that, like, I, I checked out this book from the library and it was Cinderella but dinosaurs mm. and I was like wow you could really just pick whatever character and mix it with Cinderella and have like a whole new book so I wrote a book for my sister um, wow. called Duckerella and I illustrated it and it was just a Cinderella story but with ducks wow. and so instead of one night reading Amelia Bedelia I think I read that to her I wish I still had it I think it like got lost because my mom moved a lot right so right that's so cool. I hope my sister remembers. Somebody has it somewhere. <laughs> it was just like, it was literally it's like printer classic. paper, you know? Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. that daughter that would ask for printer paper at, just to draw on. I bet, I bet. Um, can I have some printer paper? Yeah, I, I can remember what the design looked like, which is pretty cool. Like that's something oh, that nice. I can, I don't remember a lot of my my drawings from when I was little unless, mm. I, unless I like stumble upon them from yeah. like stuff that my dad has kept. But right. I remember specifically how I drew that duck princess. Wow. <laughs> For some reason. That's so cool. Cause I, it might have been your first major attempt to like really conceptualize something. Yeah. Unless I'm, I mean, unless there's another one. But yeah, because it didn't look like any ducks that I had seen before. I made her like her beak really exaggerated. Nice. Yeah, and she was wearing heels. Nice. Yeah. I can't imagine. So uh. for for the longest time, I was I was set that I was gonna do that. Yeah. And then um, in high school. I I did four years of art with the same art teacher, uh, David Sayer. Mm -hmm. And um, on the side, I would also do, I was in early childhood with this teacher, uh, Gloria Nelson. And she, I was her student for um, early childhood. But with that, you got to be able to be part of her uh, leadership club, which is FCCLA. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No, I've never heard of that. Um, so... It could, you go to competitions through that. It's the yeah. Family Careers Communities Liter Leaders of America. Okay. And, like, the competitions were supposedly um, linked to um, early childhood stuff. 
Yeah. But there was also other other high schools that uh, that had fashion classes mm-hmm. um, that could compete for fashion stuff. So what her plan was, since Choya didn't have a fashion class, yeah, it just had a fa- fashion club. Um, we were gonna try to make that a way for me to compete in fashion. Whoa. So through her, um, like I was her the president for FCCLA and yeah. the president for fashion clubs. So I got really involved with that, and I like dropped art a little bit not dropped it because I still was taking the class but um like didn't pay much attention to it because I was really into sewing and so interesting yeah I I tried to get into that for a while and I was like maybe I want to go to school for fashion design wow and so like I did all that and then it's a different chick right here yeah right so <laughs> so like my first three almost like yeah for three years in, in, during my high school I was so set that I was going to go to a school in LA and wow. study fashion. And I was super set on that um, until my senior yeah. year is when it switched completely drastically. My really? beginning of my senior year, it started off fine. I was always like one to get like good grades and stuff. Yeah. Um, but this is where it gets a little hard, but I want to share this. Okay. So, it's, um, so not a lot of people know why I switched over so drastically or mm-hmm. or like what exactly happened but um uh during right before uh winter break uh i i got involved with like this guy that was not a good person mm. which made my world like i didn't know it at the time uh, not at all good it was right. super toxic super bad and uh mm-hmm. eventually like the things that he did to me like fucked me up really bad mm. and um, I would um, feel really uncomfortable like I didn't have a place even though like I was friendly with everyone in school like right. I could I could probably walk the cafeteria and be comfortable saying hi to people I didn't feel like I belonged in any group because of what happened yeah and also yeah. well like he didn't he didn't go to high school with me so like n- no one knew Interesting. like it was it was he, he, was, he was older and he was like a secret because it, it was still all new. But I was like, oh my God. This, at first, I was like, oh, this is a fairy tale. And then when it started right. getting bad, it was like, I can't tell no one because no one knew in the first place. Right. And so it was always like a secret. And um, what a place to be. Like when I would walk around, like I had people that I, I had classes with that I was really friendly with. And they, like people were always, for the most part, nice to me in, mm. in high school. And for that, like I'm thankful. But I never felt like, uh, extremely connected to people in my grade like I had right. two best friends and one of them's a year older and one of them's a year younger so it wasn't always like they were around right yeah and so and it, it had me thinking that way even though it wasn't that way mm-hmm. um, it had me thinking that I couldn't open up to people and stuff like that so one one day specifically like I I started wearing hats to school so that the cap could cover if I like freaked out crying you know like my anxiety was really bad. My right. depression was really, really bad. Um, I went, Choi has a tunnel, so I went to go eat lunch at the tunnel um, just just to eat and, like, you know, not have anyone question why I was crying or anything. Right. Um, I also, like, had a twitch. Like, people would call me twitchy. And it was a joke to everyone, but, like, cause I, I, we, didn't underst- we didn't understand what was happening. Like, if I was in class and I was writing, my twitch the, would. When did the twitch start? Um... It had it had started my junior year, but because of the events that happened right. it in got the winter worse. of um, 26, my senior, yeah, 
<laughs> the winter of 20, 2015 going to 2016, yeah. um, it got really, really bad. Mm -hmm. Like, it, if I met someone, I would have to be like, hi, my name's Mercedes or Mercy. Um, if I accidentally hit you with my arm, I'm so sorry. I have a twitch. Um, so, like, I had to go to, like, um, like get neuro neurological studies exactly. done. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they figured out that it wasn't anything neurological. It was just that I had so much anxiety, and instead of having panic attacks, I would release them by twitching. Wow. And so um, I would be in class writing, and my, my pencil would fly across the room. Or no. I'd be talking to someone, or like, like a girl or my friends and stuff, and I would accidentally hit them like in the face. Or my, I would be talking, and I had to stop like when you stop for a sneeze. Like yeah. you could sense it. Right. I, I'd have to stop and like then talk get ready um and like you know i i took the jokes like nothing right. but um it was always kind of weird like oh i can't go get my driver's license because i'm scared of driving because my twitch might be bad yeah um but like i was saying th there was one day that like i i i knew i c probably couldn't handle like being next to people and yeah. i i for some reason thought that i had to go through it alone Mm -hmm. Like only two people knew right. what what I was going through, and so um, I I thought that I, I would be better off like just like on my own that that day. Um, and when I when the bell rang, I was walking towards my next class, and I bumped into my friend. Um, his name was Mike, but I, I I gave him the nickname of Bob when we were in middle school, and then that stuck in high school. <laughs> like teachers would call him Bob. It was really. Bob. Yeah, it was really interesting. It's because we had two mics in our friend group, so one of them had to... Had to change the name. Yeah, so and you're Bob. Like, you're Bob Yeah, now. Yeah, that's literally how it happened. You're Bob And it now. stuck. It literally... It amazed me how well it stuck. Like, when I heard teachers refer to him as Bob, I was like, we're in high school. How did this transfer over? I have power. <laughs> but yeah, um, I hadn't... I hadn't... You know how, like, high school, like, if you don't have someone for, like, classes, it's hard to keep up with them? Yeah, um, yeah. That year, it was that way. And, I, can, I um, can't say exactly, but I get it. My high school experience was different. majorly different than most, but I get it. Interesting. Get you, get, it. You, you didn't have periods? I did have periods, but um, my, 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 my graduating class was 100. Oh, wow. Yeah, so my, my high school was super small. And, like, and so like, in my class, we would have the same classes all oh, the time. Wow. This is throughout the year. And That's then like, the only time we would lose contact is when they would mix us up in the next year. So we'll be with a whole new like classroom. Oh, okay. So like I get it. But not really. But not really. Okay, so that's how it was. Like yeah. you could be best friends with someone one year and then the next or the next semester. That even. sounds like that sounds like elementary school and middle school for me. See them. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you just had like you were across campus from each other, you know? Yeah. Um but this day I I was walking to my next class from a lonely lunch like i i was feeling at my worst probably mm -hmm. and i ran into my friend with my hat because i wasn't looking right. i was looking down and uh, when i looked up it was like a like a freaking movie scene like he the sun was going behind him and like wide like smile like like an angel honestly yeah big hug had the he, halo and everything yeah, like, what he, up, homie? he gave me a big hug and for some reason i thought like that felt really good, mm -hmm. you know? Like, I'm glad that this person is, is here for me. Yeah. And that, like, I needed that. And he didn't even have to, like, question or anything. It was just, like, as soon as I bumped into him, I looked up and I received this hug from, like, like this warm place, you know? Nice. Um, and then 
I think that that weekend was a three-day weekend. So like we had that Friday off because that happened on a Thursday. Mm. And when we came back on Monday, um, I guess he didn't go to class. And then on that next day, uh, on Tuesday, I was in my in one of my classes, and I had purple hair at the time. And I remember someone we were watching a, a movie about a president. You know how like uh, president movies in government class they give the president a different name. It just so turns out that that president in that president movie was, was named, named Bob. Bob. Yeah, so. Um, <clears throat> Coincidence. Yeah. The, I think not. The, most of that class um, was in student council, though. Yeah. So student council was doing a blood drive. And my friend Uzi, who is the president of student council, was the president of student council, was in that class. And he would sit to the right of me. And yeah. so no one was really paying attention to the movie because... Um, Half of, more than half of the class was gone. Mm. And so um, I get a text from Uzi, and it says, hey, I heard about Bob, I'm sorry. And I looked up, trying to catch up to the movie, like, what happened to the president, Bob? You know, like, yeah. So, and then I looked to, towards Uzi's seat to ask him, like, what do you mean? And then I realized Uzi's in student council, so he has no idea that we're watching a movie with a character named Bob. Right. And this guy was playing with my hair. In the back, my friend was like, Mercy, I really like your hair. And I turned around and I looked at my phone again and Uzi had explained and I looked at the guy and I was like, dude, I think one of my best friends just died. And um, from there, like my whole like world just kind of shifted. Wow. Like everything was like way more intense because yeah. because of what I was dealing with, I was having thoughts of like, you know, right. ending my life. And of course seeing how everything had happened, like um, learning what had happened. Like my, my friend had um, committed suicide. And so like they had us go into like us and uh, his other close friends into um, like TUSD sent counselors down and like try to process what had happened. And the whole time I was like, holy shit, like that could have been me, right. you know? And like, I don't know, like the, the months afterwards, my my entire mindset was like i need to survive yeah. i can't make my mom sad right <laughs> and there's a lot of jokes about that but it's true like um when we went to a ceremony like seeing his mom yeah was just so intense it was like a, a different human being like i had always seen her and we we would joke about how we could never get a picture of him smiling and so mm. i painted her a portrait of him smiling and wow. she she looked at me and she was like you got his smile and she said that because of how we would joke about that but it was just like she wasn't even there you know right like she accepted it but she was somewhere she else was somewhere else and wow. the way that it shifted the whole school for for a while i was really angry yeah like they did a whole week um in honor of like his his death and like yeah. how we should be more aware of like our actions and how we treat people and everything yeah. and i would see like people that like me and him would be like oh that person's not a good person um mm -hmm. try to talk about him and his death about like like if they knew him mm. and it would make me really angry mm -hmm. and so like I, I i tried dropping all of that and um after that i was just like my my mindset was like on survival i i, I needed to know what to do to feel better. I needed to know what to read to feel better. I needed to know any, everything and, and anything that I could change in my life to not think 
about wanting to escape it is right. was like my 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 goal and so um that's that's what i did so like wow. my with my twitch um i just started like staying up at night and and you know being very focused on how i would draw mm-hmm. and like um sense like when the twitch was coming so that i could drop my pencil and and then like continue drawing when i felt like it was gone away right and so um that that helped like meditate you know right and meditation's like known to reduce Stress all those all bad those feelings mm-hmm. yeah so i would use that as my meditation um and i didn't realize like how much i would do it but yeah i would stay up at night and just paint and wow. like try to figure out my twitch and try to calm myself down right. and like i the 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 reason that i feel like painting is so like special to me um mm-hmm. is it's the only thing that can like make me not have my mind anywhere else like if i have a bad day wow um i know that you if have I'm, to give it your all yeah because you are, you're all you're you're so into it because yeah. you it's like what's the next step or like how that painting laid down did it lay down correctly or like does it work um you're so into it that you yeah. don't and then i don't know if it's like that for everyone mm-hmm. i don't like the way that i go about painting it's like very like i just let it flow mm-hmm. um and because of that my head is completely in Empty. there yeah and focused on the one yeah. thing so so um that was i graduated 2016 barely mm-hmm. because my grades were so awful right <laughs> like i would i would stay up at night painting so uh, in during the day i was uh, sleeping through classes uh, yeah i'm tired yeah there's like th- there's a picture of me sleeping in in one of my classes <laughs> and it's funny because it's like my friend took that because he thought it was funny like oh yeah. mercy fell asleep in in class but in reality like no one really knew what the fuck wow was going on right like just a few just a few people and um mm-hmm. i'd always like wish that like instead of my twitch like i would just like not have to deal with any of that right. but i think going through all of that made me like who who i am and stuff and uh, yeah, of course i know my art teacher m- mostly like when he saw me i had him for four years so uh david sayer he's he's like he opened up a lot of windows like doors for me because yeah. uh because of what he did mm-hmm. so i had him for four years and and my senior year he that la- last semester he like would be really really like m- mad at me because he knew that i could do the work and up more and like do beyond what he expected but i wasn't even trying like i went from having like a's all four years with him to like that last semester barely even doing anything Wow. And like if I was in his class and I was drawing, I wouldn't want to draw what he was telling me to draw and it was it was making him really frustrated. And um he pulled me aside a couple times and he was like, "I need you to tell me what's going on." And um like I couldn't I couldn't do it. Of so <clears throat> like I would just break down mm-hmm. and he eventually uh offered me he's like, "I know you're a good artist and I can see that you're serious about this um if you want to have a show in my studio and you raise enough money, you can do your work, like show your work up there. Hmm. And it, that was his way of like motivating me to yeah. snap out of it. Of course. Um, Did it work? It, it worked. That was my first show. It was a Studio One. Wow. It was uh, April of 2016. And um, wow. I, I started a, a GoFundMe 
And I was like, I was like telling everyone, like, please donate this money. We only needed like a hundred bucks because he was doing us a, a fat favor. Right, right, right. And like, it was only me, so I didn't know like any other person that would want to join. Like, you. join. So I, I, it was me, and then I, I told my friend Raquel, and like she was, she was all about it. And um, the other people that were in the show were other of his students that he thought that could work. Could work. Yeah, that would work. Mm -hmm. So I I threw together like the the shittiest uh, flyer um, and was like super pumped and and in reality like I would draw most of my stuff in sketchbooks and and you know it wasn't very well because right. um, around that time too I was uh, I was dual dual enrollment um, I was in at Choya my senior year but I, in, during the weekends I was at uh, the art institute when it was still open oh wow and I was taking basic design yeah and I always knew that the art institute is kind of sketchy because I would do my research and like all the YouTube videos would be like they just want your money and all this but I was like I don't plan to go here after high school you right know? <laughs> I plan to move out of Arizona and um mm. I was like I'm just gonna use them because it, it was like it would give you a college credit if you continued your studies after high school with them oh, but I was okay. like I'm still gonna get a cool certificate that says that I went into the art institute I still Bro. get to go to campus every weekend you know yeah and so I I went there and like my art teacher there saw that he, that that I had potential too mm. and so like these are these teachers believing in me and telling me like hey you you can do this like mm. really like push me towards that and of course uh, once i put the the show together and i put my stuff up on the wall i was like yikes this this does not look like inside my head i was like no one's gonna like this like this is literally stuff that i cut off from my sketchbook uh, are not framed have a lot of white space um like don't have backgrounds it's literally just like critique a, critique 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 it's literally critique. just a head of a of a girl with like her neck cut off and mm. on white paper like no background no composition nothing and i was like i'm really gonna i'm really about to show this to to the world at a studio like at a fancy like my first show is going to be this but um yeah that that happened and yeah. um and it worked out right yeah it worked out my friends all went and so that was april 2016 2016 and, um nice because of that i um i was like well if i could do this here i could do this anywhere so for my for my birthday in 2017 uh june, on june 17th um nice. i i went up to ventura because i had i had been following this girl bioket her name's violet but she, it's bioket on okay. on instagram that had a really cool art style and um when she released like t-shirts on redbubble I, I i bought one and so because I, I was a sophomore at the time so it was like right. two years two and a half years after I reached out to her and I was like, hey, my best friend lives in California and I'm visiting her for my birthday. It's a four hour drive from where you live. Do you want to have a show together? Wow. And so, um, yeah, she like planned it all. And I, I just showed up and was like the artist from Arizona. And like no one knew me, but I had buttons and like prints and stuff. But you had it ready. And I, was, I, and I just that. like pretended like that I knew what I was doing, you know? But really, like I, I like was in <laughs> tears before the show because how nervous I was. I My friend Genevieve and Brian went, and um, they were like, "It's gonna be fine." And I was just freaking out because I was like, mm. "Uh, what?" Mm. But it was so, like, rewarding. Like yeah. to be, to be someone from Tucson that has never, like, the one show that she had done here. That's crazy, was dude. You went put together by her it. high school teacher. You know. You went straight for yeah. it. Yeah. That's awesome. How did it go? How'd, how'd it went. 
it went super well. Like afterwards, we went to I, we packed up all my stuff and I, we still had it uh, with us. And we had asked other people that were from there, mm -hmm. what was a good 24-hour spot to go eat? Because we had no idea. And um, they were like, well, if you go here, it's on the way to your uh, hotel. There's a pizza place that's 24 hours. Yeah. So we go there and we sit down. We we order a pizza. We sit down and this this like really cool. Um, girl was working like she had the coolest style she had long dreads and a bunch of jewelry and she was so so pretty nice she looked like one of my drawings low-key oh so bet. i gave her um a button and i like we had mentioned like oh yeah i just had a show right and she like freaked out she went to go show her co-workers in the back her co-workers came out to the table were looking at all my prints were like super excited that i was there and i was like they're treating me like a celebrity and i'm just like this girl that makes art in her room like, i just do this by myself yeah. what's happening <laughs> they all came out and my friend was like recording because she couldn't believe that like these these restaurant people were so excited to see yeah. my work and like uh some of them ended up buying prints like the girl was oh, like I'm, nice. I'm gonna move into a new apartment i need to have some stuff have color. she bought she bought some prints and i was just afterwards she was like you should have told me that you you were an artist from out of state like i could have given you your pizza for free and she ended up giving us like something like stickers and buttons of jimmy's pizzeria or whatever that's, that's cool. what it's called and so that was really that was really cool so nice. when i came back from that i was like if i could do that in in um Ventura. california <laughs> yeah and i can just pretend that i'm because i was walking around like I, I i spent one day alone in la while my friend was at work mm -hmm. and um I just passed around. I was like, hey, if you follow my art Instagram, I'll give you a free button. Like, two really cool shops. Wow. Like, I walked into this really cool shop, and this girl, like, if I see some, I saw someone that was like, hey, they, they have cool style. They might fuck with my art. I'd be like, hey, so I'll give you a button if you follow my page. I'm from Arizona. You're and so, ruthless. Like, yeah, I came back, and I was like, if Bravo. I can just have that confidence here, Bravo. I can, I, I'd be unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I came back here, and then um it was you know i was just chilling like making art for myself yeah. so that was um june and then in in january um the the there's a center an lgbtq plus center on fourth right um and eon was a group that i was a part of when mm. i was in in high school for the same reason dave sayer my um my art teacher mm -hmm. he's he used to have um his shirts uh for sale at mocha the Museum of Contemporary Art. And he said that there was a youth group that would meet every Thursday. Mm -hmm. So I started going to that because of him during high school. Mm -hmm. I started my junior year. And through that, I met uh, Jackson. Yeah. Jackson works for Eon. And so me, when I went to MoCA, he like was like, hey, do you know about Eon? It's like this really cool LGBTQ+. We like help the youth from ages 13 through like 24, I think. Yeah. And like he uh, invited me over to go to Eon, which was used to be just a room uh at safe okay and um i would i would go it was just like a lounge you know like a they they offer help but you could also just go Place and hang, hang out. out yeah yeah so um me and jackson became close because you know he uh he's he's a really good person yeah i was uh like offered to be part of the committee when they were doing the the opening for the fourth avenue space oh so i was gonna be one of the people that went up to like the people with money and was like hey we're the youth we need this space can you give us the money so that it could come to life wow um and he's like yeah all you have to do is uh become a volunteer i think and take this volunteer class through safe 
and then you can be part of the board. So um, I go to SAFE, and I'm, I'm in the volunteer class. I think it was like three hours, uh, and I was like a third, uh, two-thirds in. Mm-hmm. When I looked down in my chest, and this is like um, the summer after I graduated. So it like still like, you know, I had graduated, and things were good, but I was still dealing with my Twitch. I was still dealing with a mm. lot of like... So this is still 2016? 2016, yeah. Okay. Summer. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I had just graduated. Bet, bet. So and, this is um, before the California event? Yes. Bet. Okay. Yes. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, you jumped I was, there. You jumped there. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a weird jump because it's two different. Yeah. 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 But it, in the end. Bet. Yeah. No, it, it, it all comes it together all comes pretty together. nicely. Yeah. 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 It, um, I, was, I, was in the, I was in the volunteer class and I looked down and my chest was like a cartoon, you know, like when the heart is like beating out of your yeah. shirt and you can see like all dramatic. So I wrote wow. down in a sticky note and I passed it to the, to my friend next to me. Um, I was like, look at my chest. And she like freaked out. She's like, do you need to go outside? And it was really weird because it was just like happening in the middle of our, of our class. Like the whole class, I was fine. It was, it was, it just came out of nowhere. And in like seconds of like, I couldn't even respond to her that I did need to go outside. Did you feel okay? I, I felt horrible. I uh. felt like I was like drowning or I could, it was, it was honestly, I started twitching really bad. Um, they had to put me in the hallway and then from the hallway, they had to put me into an office and then they sat me down and my, I was twitching so bad that my head was hitting the wall. So like this lady like grabbed her like poncho from her office and put it behind my head and they called 911 and they called my dad and they were like they they didn't know what was going on and i didn't either because right. i had never experienced that but i guess um that was my first panic attack right and i was so embarrassed i did not go back so the board obviously never took me because i was so embarrassed that i didn't, didn't reply ever reply. back like right. i was just like i literally just did all that like 911 got called like it was Burn. so intense i i didn't want to think about that like that happened to me right i was like why can't it, couldn't my Twitch just stay? Like, yeah. why did that have to happen in public? Wow. Like, it, it caught me so off guard that I, I was just really angry. Why? Um, and then by the time that I had done the, the, the show in California mm-hmm. and I wanted to be more involved here in Tucson, yeah. um, I reached out to Jackson and was like, yeah, like we actually did get the space and like it's going to be open in January. Come visit me. Mm. So... He, he, like, reached out to me because they were going to do a wall of, like, different artists. Nice. And just do, like, a, um, just different artists. And he, and he asked me to do one painting so that for the opening, yeah. one of my paintings can be up. And I was nice. like, this is the perfect time for me to put my art out there a, a, again here mm-hmm. and also put myself back into this space that I was so embarrassed to go back to, to go because back of something that I couldn't control. Right. So, um... I went back and um, he he wasn't there because it was a Thursday, so he was at Mocha mm. doing do, doing that group. So mm. because of that, I I ran into another worker that works at uh, or used to work at Eon, which is Summer. And oh. Summer, like from the start, was like a beautiful human being to me. And um, she introduced me to Ojala. And Ojala introduced me to, like, more things and, like, more, you know, like, this whole year. So Summer was the one that introduced you to Ojala. Yeah. Really? I was going to the space and then wow. Summer was like, hey, these really cool people, um, they're all youth. They're, like, yeah. around your age. They're going to do a zine um, workshop here. 
you should come to it and uh-huh. i was like at work so i did i missed the first two workshops for it yeah. but the last day it was a wor- it was a workshop on how to make a zine and they they had chosen the topic of food right so because yeah, i went to the first one and that was it i was at work <laughs> i was supposed to go but i was at work um, you would have met then dude like, yeah. yeah um wasn't meant to be and and so i decided to do like a a drawing of um an illustration of, of a girl eating spaghetti because represents me eating my mom's spaghetti and right. my connection to that and then i threw in a recipe of, like of my grandma's um ceviche with soya so it's mm. like a vegetarian ceviche oh. um but when we put that together that's when i met them and i was like wow these are really cool people and they're like doing great things started getting more involved in that way but it was it was the start of this year that like pushed me into like meeting like a bunch of my favorite bunch people. Of people yeah mm. and so um because i was going back into the into that space i i, I had mentioned in january yeah. like yeah i kind of want to do uh i've had it i've had it in my head that i want to do a, a, sh- a show with the theme of of love and lust um and it would be really really cool if i could do it around valentine's day which is the next month right and i just spit that out there to jackson like it was just like a thing that I said, just something I'm feeling, you know, and I don't, I don't, sometimes I forget how, imp- like, how impactful words are <laughs> and how uh, helpful these So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do that. Bet. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so he, he made it possible. Like he uh, reached out because I, I was like, maybe I'll go to Choya and try to find my old art teacher and try to have Studio One. Um, but uh, he actually knows Paco, who is also like he, he's, he owns Studio One. Right. And, uh, um, there's there's another worker there at the at the LGBTQ plus center that uh, runs um, the, both um, he he works for Studio One because mm. Paco is is overseas and right. also works at the center now mm. so because because I just said that and and Jackson heard it he made it possible Sorry. to like contact Paco ask if we could have the space and there was a a a, 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 a space right between uh, right before the the hip-hop festival and right after this other show that was going to come down that that fit perfectly wow. with um with february 14th being in the middle of it so it was three week three weekends long and uh the, the it was going to be a saturday saturday and then a friday because the next saturday the last saturday was was the start of uh the tucson hip-hop festival right so in a week and a half i got a show together I was like, I need two more artists. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to Chris Miller, who you've interviewed. Yes. Um, I was like, I'm going to reach out to him. He doesn't really know me, but we've been mutuals, and his art's really cool. Yeah. And it's really raw. I love his feel. Super it's gonna, raw. It's going to be super cool for the theme Love and Lust. Like, yeah. I'm going to reach out to him. So I reached out to him, and then I, I reached out to, to Jazz, who was, yeah. um, when I was at Pima for a little while, um, she was the, like, she would work for the art department at Pima West. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't in my class. She was just like the teacher's helper, oh, bet. or like the art department's helper, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, and I knew she oil did oil painting, so that would was different from my style. Yeah. So with them two, in a week and a half, we got a show together. Oh. That was three weekends long, and it was a big hit. It was it had like an, an interactive piece. It had like really good pieces from all of us, and yeah. it brought in so many people all three weekends. It was really really wow. cool. Yeah, because I went to one of those shows. To the, the February one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I, I think didn't that's know you had gone to that one. I think that's how I, I found out about Chris. Really? Yeah, because I didn't know he existed before then. 
damn i'm glad i yeah or either like i was following him and then he's like he mentioned that he had a show and i was like oh bet yeah so, something it was it was it was such an intense week and a half like yeah i was not eating or sleeping properly but i was in such a high that i was yeah you were of, like, like planning that let's get this done and, and me and jazz like barely knew each other like i knew her name and i knew of her and oh, stuff fun. and and that week we became super super close and like there, there was times where i would stress out because chris is in person is kind of serious sometimes mm, so yeah, me and yeah. jazz were always like jumping off the walls and like this and that and, and he was just like, like very, very yeah, stoic like he like kept it all together and like, we're good guys. thinking of things that we would miss he really is stuff. zen yeah, he, he really is zen like, he really is zen <laughs> he really yes. is isn't that uh, interesting it's so funny um he's yeah so he's calm really, and collected that yeah, <laughs> he's someone that i really look up to like art wise so yeah no for sure it's really he's really talented um so that was this year yeah, that was that was February. So this 2018, <laughs> as 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 intense as and 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 weird as it was, I met so many people, and yeah. I feel like that February show shifted something in all of us. Interesting. Because um, I it that was before I met Ojala. Like the oh. the, the February show happened, and when we were tearing down that Friday night, um, the guy that puts together Hip Hop Festival, mm. um, Pike. Pike. I always forget his name. Pike, Pike. Pike. He comes Shout in because they're setting up. They closed. They closed tool to put the stages out there. Could you leave some of the photos up? Actually, this would be great for the event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's right. like, "Can can you guys just leave up your art like one more day? Like, there's gonna be people. It's exposure." <laughs> and nice. and me, Chris, and Jazz had to be like, "Do we really want to leave all our art up on these like four, three three walls technically? Because right. that that little one is a, a window." Yeah. And uh, after like discussing it and and Chris and Jazz putting out some good points and, and Ramon too like of like if there's gonna be a crowd of people watching performers they might like hit or bump or mm -hmm. take things if we're not gonna be there mm -hmm. and um, we we ended up doing because um, the stage was gonna be in that back wall yeah we ended up getting all our favorite pieces and all three of us putting a wall together for the back wall so it was gonna be the background background of the stage That's so smart. and then this is like totally weird how the universe works mm -hmm. the people that were on the like performing on that was like q and, and stuff. yeah so like yeah ojala yeah performed with our with my art behind yeah, them the and, and the i back. had no idea i, I wonder because i've logged that whole thing I, I, I have to have it in the background yeah chris, recording chris them. jazz and i are going to be in that background then yeah that's so funny yeah oh, so man. when i when i properly met ojala i was like yeah I was like, oh my god, you, you guys you guys performed like in front of my, my stuff. stuff. Isn't that isn't that interesting? That's so great. And then um you know, I just, I started going to more shows and like meeting more people and there's there's been times where like Mike or, or other people from Ojala say like while while we're all hanging out, like say that they feel like we have entered like a like a different like we are all in, on the same page. Like we were all mm. waiting for we, I think we were all just creating and, yeah. and, and wishing that we had like a space. Like I know for, for a fact, like with me, my first three years thinking that I was going to do fashion design and move to, to a school in California to study that, I always thought that there was no like art future here in Tucson or that there was no community that was also willing to put in the work that I do, right. con like art-wise yeah. and here in Tucson. And, and I never thought you. there was like spaces that held like events that i wanted to be a part of or right. you know other youth that 
You just seemed dead. Was yeah, I I I was like blinded towards that because I was mm-hmm. so set on moving. Right. And then I started like with all the reading that I that I did to like make myself feel better or all the, you know, not just reading but like meditation and like actually allowing myself to work without be- beating myself up for mm-hmm. still being here being here. Right. Because I lost that opportunity to move out of state because of how shitty my last semester went. Of course. Um, I just stopped being mad and just like, I was like, I'm just going to do my thing. Do it here. And once I started thinking about it like that, and once I saw how the February show went so smoothly and, you know, had so much impact, um, things just shifted completely. Mm -hmm. Like it went from like me being blinded to like this art community to opening up and like meeting all these cool people because um like leo Mm -hmm. uh, he went to my art show and that's how we that's how we met oh wow and like he's like one of my closest friends i thought you guys were homies for like a long time yeah it hasn't (laughs) even been a year it hasn't even been a year holy shit and it was it was that show that shifted so much oh wow wow that's so funny for me when it comes to like the 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 new circle new circle that i found myself in the event that really started it off was q's first beat tape release q's first what beat tape release oh yeah same thing see it takes someone to do something something. for for it to like all combine yeah yeah it really does it's so funny and he was the one that did that and that's the thing that i went to but the funny thing is is somebody else a friend of his shout out to asul invited me um and that's one of the main reasons why i even went because i was invited if i wasn't invited i don't think i would have gone yeah yeah because i wasn't that exploratory that at that point in time and and going to those events too inspires you like yeah there's no uh, hosting a show gives you like a high where you're just like oh my god everything's so cool and like everyone telling you like well, I'm really glad that you put this together. Now I kind of want to go home and create stuff myself mm. is very real. And like, I don't think that, I don't know if like the Ojalá performers recognize that they do the same thing for other creatives. Like if I go to a show of like the trees or Ojalá and, yeah. and I see them perform, I'm just like, these are really just my homies up there doing group that all, want, all wants to grow, all yeah. wants to create, all wants to support each other in what they're creating. And it feels so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that that's what feels the best funny thing is i remember this is like 2015 2016 i had a very specific vision where i would i would have access to a large number of creators and use those creators to make this very specific video that i really wanted to make and it was all based on an instrumental on Absol's album called Control Systems, I believe it's called. And it was just this random thing. But, like, I could see the vision very clearly. But at that point in time, I only knew, like, my, like, four homies. So what I'm getting here is that you are a god and <laughs> you manifested this group <laughs> to meet each other. No. And now it's happening. And now the last part is just do the Don't video, read right? so deep. <laughs> Uh, your your mind you know uh, it just brought us all together that was mean i don't know <laughs> thank I'm you not, for the vision don't do that <laughs> it's just we all, we all fuck with the it's vision just the con- you know? it's just a coincidence <laughs> that's what i'm saying uh no yeah but i remember i had that very specific thing because like I, my, I, my, my, at that time like the most creative homie i had is is 
he's just like he, he's just he's a, like a writer he's a story writer and uh he wants to be a director mm-hmm. and he was just the most creative person that, that i knew at that point in time and and the most dedicated to it uh, you know yeah and and so like he was very it was very cool to have him because if, if it wasn't for him i don't think i would have actually even like came into where i went into because he was right off the bat he was one of the people that that i didn't like had a passion when i met him mm-hmm. like when i met i met him in high school and uh and i just liked that about him and so i like i just like hung out with him because i liked that yeah. i, I like that he was like it was like this is what i want to do and it i'm like it always feels good to hang out I with like people this. that have the same like passion towards like creating well the thing is is like i didn't i don't i don't i didn't think i had it back then i didn't have anything creative i was doing i wasn't doing anything creative mm-hmm. at all i wasn't writing i wasn't nothing in high school i was a, i was a, i was it's a straight loser so like i didn't i, I didn't do shit but what i did like was i like that my homie michael had um now marcus had a had this dream and i was like you know what i don't have a dream but i'd love to see yours come true and 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 oh. and so like so like that just became my 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 dream it's like i want to see dreams come true and and so like that has perpetuated me into like where i've been but now like i discovered i had creative talents or outlets i can do things like i can do things this that's is, how, this is that's how great. i was too like at first i was like well well people people are complimenting what i do i don't really right. understand why but i mean I'm, I, I'm gonna keep doing it because like it feels good and now that i i'm like oh i really I, I i recognize that i have something um and it still continues to feel good it's like best of both worlds the best feeling that's the best feeling uh, there was a moment where i was like i was like writing and everything but it it's i i was convincing myself that I, it's lost it's it lost its appeal but then i was like no nah, you're just bullshitting yourself and so like and I, I just did it again and like i started realizing no nah, it still has the same benefits but i think it's just like i have to change the dynamic that i had with it in some way shape or form something has to change and i don't know do what. you mean like how do you, how do you set up before you write and while you write or or maybe my type dynamic? of writing needs to evolve in some way shape or in form like the theme of it maybe but again i don't know like I, it's just like i'm throwing out ideas out there that i that need to happen maybe some type of change needs to occur but i can't really tell you what it is because most of my writing is pretty consistent i haven't i don't feel like my writing has changed that much only a, like it's maybe shifted that's always that's always a fear like i always think that like how transparent do i want to be with my art and how how like um daring do i want to do i want to go because like there's yeah. the, the the september show that i had recently uh was mm. in september uh my old boss went and he took his daughters because his daughters were a fan of like my art oh and nice his daughters read the paintings. I was like, wow, they're really cool and colorful and I love them yeah. and super inspired. But he came up to me and he was like, Mercedes, um, after seeing some of your paintings, I just wanted to ask you, are you depressed? <laughs> and I was just like, I'm sorry Fuck. for laughing at that. No, it was, it was funny. Cause it was just like, how are you just going to ask someone? Like, I mean, I'm sorry. So but like, if that's what you, I was like, like if that's you what depressed? you, I, I honestly, I like blinked. Cause I was just like, are you? <laughs> Uh, should I asked him that. Are you? I mean, I know he's not. He's like super. Like, <laughs> I'm. 
I don't know. He's like a very judgmental person when it comes to that. Mm. So the fact that he was asking me that made me scared to answer. Mm. You know, I was like, well, if I say yes, what does this mean? I'm going to say he's depressed and he judges himself okay. cruelly for it. Ugh. That's my opinion. I just think that it's interesting that he had the, the bravery. No one has ever... Straight up just gone to you and yeah, been like, are, and you, are you bummed? In my February show, there was a piece that I, I kind of like, I was like, why did I put that up there? Everyone's going to know that I'm sad, you know? And my September show, I try to avoid it's, that, you know? What's like, wrong with that? It's okay. It is. It uh, is because that's how I release it, you know? Like, right. my mom one time, actually, uh, when I was living with her... Mm my room you could hear the stuff that was said in the kitchen because i mean just for one layout. mexican moms speak loud and True. Uh, two it's just True. It's, the layout of the house made it really easy for yeah. for me to hear and one time i was in my room and her friend was over and she said mercy makes good art but her art's better when she's sad I, and i was like i don't know how to feel about that oh yeah and then one time not too long ago a couple months ago yeah um me and my siblings were like reminiscing on like what it used to be like when all our siblings lived together mm. and we were just like shooting out memories of like things we used to do nice and um and one of them just like as a normal thing was like and remember when mercy would stay up all night and draw and she would like cry and i was like well you know you didn't have to expose me like that but <laughs> yeah we ah! remember <laughs> Because it's something uh, that you, you can laugh about now, but it's like, yeah. Uh, it's always shout like, out to siblings for not giving a fuck about your feelings. I mean, they, they did in the moment. Like, they, they would go in there and be like, Pat, Pat, are you right, okay? Right, right. But also, like, they, it's interesting that that's a memory that they have, you know? Like, for me, it was just, like, something that happened towards me, but they remember it, too. Yeah, of like, course. Their that, sad sister making art in the room. Like, that is so funny. <clears throat> to, like... It's it's hard to imagine yourself as a background character to other people's lives, but that's a thing. Yeah. And that's a and the and the thing. fact that it just like it just came out of him so smoothly, like yeah. Oh yeah, that's a that's something that would that was an everyday thing, you know. I I just uh, had an existential crisis right there. <laughs> well, I saw it in your face. I wish people saw it, could I see know. that too. <laughs> His eyes got really wide. What did you think of? Uh, nothing. I was just thinking about what I said, being a background character to, like, to yeah. other people's lives. And then I thought, nobody in real reality ever gets to know you fully. And I just like, just, like, just like like the, sat on the, that for the a bit. The quote that I, I've mentioned mm. to you before, the, the quote of like, you, you don't really, people don't really know you. They just yeah. know facts and information about you. you people don't really know. They, like he compares it to a tree. It's like people don't really know the tree. Like they know facts and information about the tree. Right. Yeah, entirely. Because, like, I was thinking, like, well, somebody can be interacting with me. We can have a full-blown conversation. And then, like, they be leaving. And then, like, I'm, like, in the back of their it's, minds. It, and I disappear. It's exactly how you, you choose to post less than nine pictures on Instagram. And because of that, people have no idea who you truly are. And right. I choose to post a lot more than nine pictures <laughs> in a year. And still, people don't know who I truly am. Like, oh, wow. and, and people nice. can go to my shows and see my art and, and, and see the work that I choose to put out there. But like I said, there's a whole lot of sketches in my sketchbook that are, that are going to be concerning to other people. Like, mm. is she okay? Is she depressed? And like, sometimes you don't want people to catch that. You know? I can see that. Yeah, you want to keep some things to yourself in a certain sense. I, I, have, a, I have a weird relationship when it comes to that. Like, when I'm... When I know I'm putting something out there, 
maybe maybe that's just what it is. It's just like maybe because my 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 work allows me to be really precise with what I'm presenting, and yours is uh, allows for more ambiguity, Inter interpretation, yeah, interpretation, yeah, interpretation than anything. But uh, I don't know. I feel like when like when I share, I don't. I'm I'm like there's a point to what I'm sharing. Like like you're gonna get. Like, if you get exactly my intention, fantastic. If there, not, was, all right. there was a thing that um, Summer had told me one time. Uh -huh. And she said, if your art's not about, like, like law and, uh, like, like rights and, and, oh, like and political, political yeah. yeah. Um, if, if, if your art is not political and, and, and stuff, then what's the point of making it? I don't like that. And I, I was like, that's real because what Ojalá is doing, like, I, I understand political. everything and I, and I fuck with everything and I, and yeah. I stand by everything. But, Entirely. like, also, there's people like me that are creating for two reasons. One, because they feel like that's their passion and stuff. And two, it's because that's how they release emotions and stuff like that. Right. And so, like, there's, like, the political way to go about it but there's also like a whole other way to go about it where it's just emotional and creating mm -hmm. just the action of it yeah no I'm, i lean more in that camp more than anything I, I i get the political side of things but like i find most things political is very surface level yeah you know at least my perspective of it i think i think uh emotional and and mental health like eventually i want to i want to go more into that when when it comes to art because it is a very the fact that people people can relate or or understand or like my sister thinks the same way like when someone's sad they make better art mm. it says something you know i wonder if that's true is that i don't know if that's I don't, true i don't think that it's true i think that it's more poignant it, maybe it there's definitely something that happens when you are sad and you do art like something you, it gets released yeah and you feel better but it doesn't solve anything or you know you go about your days and you're still right there yeah yeah entirely. <laughs> dealing with the same things for real but um i feel like mental and, and emotional health should be something that like gets talked about more and, and eventually like i think once i once I am ready to like write a book or whatever and yeah. have these little creatures, these little creatures can teach people that it's okay to have emotions, emotions and it's okay to like beat yourself up or like progress isn't always linear and all right. that stuff. Cause it all ties into like how you create too. Entirely. I agree with you on that. I like that. I like that a lot. Speaking, I'm not really speaking on it or anything, but I don't know any other way to do this, but what else you got going on in your life? A lot, dude. <laughs> and that's the scary thing about how I said, how transparent do I want to be with the people that follow my art? Because I am so, like, I get super emotional when people say that they are into my art and stuff because yeah. you don't know why that specific illustration came out of me, you know? Like, you right. see it and, and you feel something, but you don't know the breakdown that I had to go through right. to create that. And it's intense, like getting compliments from from pieces that i know that it came from a, a dark place is bittersweet mm. like i'm really happy and glad that someone can connect to this but God it's also damn. like i did this shit in my room or i did this shit lately mm -hmm. you know um i i don't have a, a space where i can 
do art at home mm -hmm. or feel comfortable doing art at home. Mm -hmm. So how I work is I literally have my box right here. This is my life. And it's not that big and it has all my to-go art supplies and it took me forever to figure out a box or a backpack that will fit the things that I need to create comfortably. Right. And I just whip that out anywhere and everywhere. Nice. And it's like normal to people if I'm in a cafe shop or if I'm in their house or if I'm in a park or if I'm in my car even mm -hmm. for me to be drawing there because I don't have a space comfortably to do and it. Yeah. And it's, and it's hard because mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, it'll make it easier for me to be like, well, I don't have a space. I'm not going to create. Right. And that's not what I want. <laughs> no, that's a cheap way out in all honesty. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it says a lot about you that you're still doing, you're still, I still find a way after to, it. Yeah, you're still there's still a way for you to you're still going after the your ability to express because it makes me feel good, dude. It it, it, it literally dedication. I, I have a strong connection to it because it helped me process my my, my twitching. It helped me process yeah. the loss of a, a close friend. Right. It helped me process the awakening of like, that's not the option that I want to take. Mm -hmm. So what am I going to do? You know, right. it, and and. And when people go to my shows and they see my colorful paintings, they don't see that side. Right. They just see like, oh, this girl's showing her work. Oh, this girl's making buttons and and, and uh, phone cases and she's selling them. That's cool. I'm going to support her. But they don't realize that by them like supporting me, they're doing way more. They're like making it, making it like. Um, I don't know how impactful they are yeah, by just like, supporting you. Yeah, because I had, I had no idea when I, when I started doing this for myself and mm -hmm. staying up and and working on my art that it would turn into this right it just like it shocks me like i i went if i go to to a place to eat and like the waiter recognizes me because i do art it's just like what <laughs> what that's crazy <laughs> i can't i can't wrap my head around uh, that that'd be a crazy day and like the, the fact that people are man. like oh it's it's mercy the girl that does art right what? Like that's how they that, know you. That's, that makes me feel really good. That I bet. Like, people can be like, it's Mercy, the person that does this. Hmm. And I mean, they don't know like the full, the full, the full pain. story. Yeah. The, right. the full, like why it came to be that way. But it feels good that because of how things went and because I didn't let myself slip and, and, and go the dark way, mm -hmm. it turned into something so rewarding. For real. That's that's the main word, rewarding. Mad, mad respect. Yeah. It's good for you because most people just get lost in that kind of chaos. Sometimes I I fall back, you know, like I how I said, progress isn't always linear. Has you're been human. My, has <laughs> been, I mean, October is like the the main example there. <laughs> right, right. But I'm back. And yeah. that's like proof that you, you don't, don't. It, it gets hard sometimes. No, you know? entirely. It's an it's a, it's a, it's a uphill battle. And sometimes you slip back down. I'm I'm confident though with with the way that I that I'm working and and the way that I that I'm networking. Mm -hmm. it, it'll there's no way that it, I can let it slip right. completely. Right. You have a. You've, I have. You've built a safety net around you. Yeah, and it's not it's not even that's it, I don't want it to sound like like kind of like a safety net. That just sounds weird. It's just like more like of a support, you know, like I have people better. that care enough. Better, much better. And, and <laughs> friends that, that create and also recognize that it can be hard sometimes and, and like we'll check up on how you're doing. For real. 
because how you're doing affects what you're doing and mm-hmm. how you're creating. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. I, I think the the main goal for 2019 is to create a space because when, once I have that space, is my work my golden. work's gonna gonna show that I actually have a space that I that is a constant you know comfortable space instead of like oh she did that painting mm. in someone's backyard or like right. you know in a friend's kitchen or right in, in her car because most of my sketches are from me chilling in my car because i don't want to go home yet right. you know right 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 and that's just how it'd be mm-hmm. <laughs> wow that's a good background for them to know yeah so, so how is uh you have something planned for january correct yes what is that i'm gonna start the year off with a bang just like how yeah. i feel like 2018 shifted really big in in february mm-hmm. i feel like i want to do a big shift again in, in january so i'm I, I put together a show with even more people yeah so, so a lot of talented people a large that amount are, of people. are part of the the creatives that you know i've met or got close to this year mm-hmm. and uh you are one of them actually hi so guys that's cool uh hi yeah so uh what is the name of this event itself that i i started planning it in july and um it's like open to interpretation with each artist like self mm-hmm. anything self love self expression self worth anything yeah that you know and and all the artists are so different and um because of that self is is going to be interpreted in multiple in many different ways different awesome ways yeah 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 where where did that come from though like that idea of of throwing a show themed around um in the beginning of well like during like march and and april i was i was going hiking a lot Mm. and uh, i mentioned to my friend that i wanted to do um like every 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 so often do a a different theme and and have uh, artists submit their work Mm. for that theme and um like i was like one of them can be like self-love and and uh you know i'll have like five different artists and we'll all release our self-love work Mm. at the same time and i I was like the first theme is going to be self and i was like you know what that sounds more like like it would be more effective as a as an actual show instead of just releasing it all like online Mm. and so it went from an idea of like doing like a monthly theme thing theme thing (laughs) to uh making it one big show Oh. And so I started thinking about like people like for sure Jazz and, and Chris to um, work with them again, but also yeah. have more people in it. Yeah. And then eventually I found your podcast and. When did you find my co- podcast? By um, the way. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it was around September. September. Yeah. For real. Whenever I messaged you first, it wasn't that long ago. I'm hurt. <laughs> when did you message me then? Uh, and I had told you I was like I was looking over my notes of a show of a right. show that i want to do that's called self yeah. and realized as i'm listening to your podcast yeah that your whole podcast revolves around this so i really want to have much. you in it that thank you for inviting me by the way i'm uh, super exciting the funny yeah. thing about it is like i've had this as you know i had the visual theme or i visualize mm-hmm. like visual art idea that i had for like the longest time but didn't know where to like display it mm-hmm. and then you came to me going like yo i want to throw this art show about the self and i'm like oh fantastic it sounds like sounds like the place to do it so that'll be something yeah i am i'm excited for it'll that it'll be a lot of some things 
yeah it'll be a lot of some things it's gonna be music and art yeah it was music art and poetry and poetry yes. correct yeah i think that's i think that sums it all up right there music art and poetry art in general will be the umbrella term visual art specifically when we say art <laughs> yeah it, it gets very like technical when yeah for say, real. Oh, like, who are the artists well which one should we give we them the date all artists yes uh do it now because a lot of people are like sorry i didn't go to your show i had to work i couldn't get the day off and yeah like, that's true this that's is true. your you're gonna call your job right after this for episode real. and ask for this day off. right Ready? after january 19th yes get january 19th off what five to four, five to nine yes five to nine guys five to nine be there damn it it's one night only, and you're going to get a lot of things out of it. You're going to get a food, lot. art, a bunch of cool people showing up. It's a lot. You're going to get a performance. So who are, the mu- who are the musical performances? Musical performances, some poetry, some live poetry. Oh, my goodness. Should we let them know who's going to be performing? Or? Yes. Yeah? Uh, we got, we Tease got, them a little. We got, <laughs> we got the trees going. After the trees will be Ojala Systems. Ojala, yes. Their first show of 2019 gonna be exciting super exciting yo did we ever get confirmation of that after party i don't know but oh man i guess after we'll, party leave, we'll, maybe? we'll leave them on that because <laughs> we don't know yet if you go then uh, you know after yeah, about the f- after party if so. you go then you know ah, it'll be great um yeah that's exciting thank you again for putting it all together mercy it's honestly shout out super exciting like i don't think about it of like me putting it together it's like all of us coming together to do this and that's exciting right says the spearhead sure <laughs> sure thank you again um yeah i'm excited for it i hope to see everyone there january 19th january 19th um poster should be out soon yes we got milkweed working on that shout outs to max it's gonna be exciting um yeah yeah i don't know do you want have anything else to say no just thank you no thank you mercy that was, that was a great it was a great conversation and we got it in on my last bar and the battery on the camera too uh, all right guys thank you for listening peace you heard it here first you heard it here first folks january 19th the art show self um all coordinated by mercy spearheaded the whole thing um came to me wanted my involvement i'm involved as a poet coincidentally i had a visual art aspect that i wanted to show showcase in some way should perform this ended up being the perfect place um yeah so if you have the time if you have the chance please go um we're gonna be doing some we're gonna be doing some special things i'm gonna be releasing releasing a special episode of the podcast later it's gonna be uh how should i say this Hmm. like an example episode of what I'm going to be doing at the event itself. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, um, go follow Mercy, the, uh, the fantasy chick, the fantasy chick art. Go, go, go follow, follow, follow. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. I know I did. Loads of fun. Um, thank you, Mercy. Yeah, guys. I'm excited for the new year. I hope you are too. Mm, yeah. And to end it off, I'm going to play A La Virgo by Q as well.
I'll see you the 19th, guys. Ow. We will shit, we will